You see a lot of, you know, lower, and, and that's really a class issue, and, and race does come into play. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Selena Hill, founder and co-host of Let Your Voice Be Heard, and I'm here with our intern, Mariah Thomas, and we want to tell you about the phenomenal time we had at CultureCon 2019. This year, it was in Brooklyn, and there was an array of high-profile celebrities as well as media professionals just dropping gem after gem. I gained so much from the experience. Mariah, what did you think about CultureCon? So CultureCon was just amazing. I had so many opportunities to just network with professionals in the field of media. And as a young journalist, you know, this was a great opportunity for me. I enjoyed the advice I was able to get from Tracy Ellis Ross, Kiki Palmer. It was just really amazing to see their viewpoint on how they became successful. And you had a chance to speak to Kiki Palmer one-on-one, right? Yes, I did. I was able to ask her two questions, and I'm a big fan, if you guys can tell. (laughs) Okay, so not only did you do this, but you did four interviews with them on-site at CultureCon. Do you want to give us some of the highlights and what we can expect? Yeah, so I spoke to four people. I spoke to John Henry, a serial entrepreneur who sold his first business for $1 million at 21 years old. So that in itself, he talks a lot about how he became successful. Um, what entrepreneurs can do to challenge themselves. I spoke to Imani Ellis, who is the CEO and founder of the Creative Collective NYC. Uh, So the Creative Collective, they started the conference, and she just talks about, you know, the importance of having conferences like this for people of color. I spoke with Taylor Rooks, who's a journalist, and she speaks about her path to being successful, and Kiki. So Kiki just talks about what entrepreneurs can do to grow, what people can do to grow, and the importance of being who you are. You know, Mariah, it seems like you got so much out of this. I mean, you were backstage. You heard from them. Um, I I can't wait to hear what they told you one-on-one at CultureCon. So let's just get to the clips. So, Kiki, can you tell me what inspired you to start your production film and television company, Watch Out for Kiki Productions? Oh, uh, you know, it started out when I was a kid. My mom actually started it, and I think it was just kind of a way to set the tone for my Mm -hmm. career uh, and also how to be... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess proactive, because of course we didn't have all the ideas in the beginning, but uh, from there it just continued to elevate. Okay. What advice would you give to young entrepreneurs who hope to branch into the industry? Um, I would just say for them to start small and to take it step by step, to not be, uh, to not look at the overall picture and get too ahead of themselves, but to understand that they'll be building blocks. Take each step at a time and to always remain true to whatever whatever it is that they initially love, not to get distracted by any of the outside things. So John, as a sales entrepreneur who sold his first business for one million at the age of 21, what advice would you give to multicultural creatives who hope to advance in their business? Um, I would say that we are living in a very unique time where it's never in the history of ever been more advantageous to be of color than right now. And there are an increasing amount of budgets, spend, attention, energy, all being devoted to um, more diverse representation. So right now, if you're a diverse creative, you can get the bag right now. Um, And so I think that this opportunity is not going to be the same in another 10-year window. Like there's going to be something else that's hot. Mm-hmm. And so, like, right now, this is hot. And so for anyone looking to at least create a foundation for themselves and get take bread out the game, 
the time is right now. Okay. What's one mistake that entrepreneurs are making when starting their business? Uh, honestly, there's so many mistakes and you're going to make mistakes. So don't worry about the one mistake that you're going to make. Worry about the digging deep and finding a reason to get you past the mistakes. Talk about your new show, Hustle. Um, why is it so important to help entrepreneurs, on, help entrepreneurs on their journey? And what does the show hope to do for them? Man, I got to say, they help me as much as I help them. They help me more than I help them. Like, I might be able to see around the bend a little bit more than them just because I've done it. Only as a function of having done a few businesses. But being connected to that youthful naivete, that big, bold thinking that, you know, first-time founders have... Um, is like it's kind of like connecting you to your inner child and like that keeps me going and and you know keeps keeps them going too so yeah okay what more can media outlets do to diversify their programs great question um i really wish media wasn't so overly focused on like i mean like this is a a much bigger it's all right so here's my actual response is like media right now is too driven by the advertising model like you need eyeballs so you guys can make money therefore you will write really sensationalized headlines 20 something year old does this you know strong black woman does why and like it oversimplifies people's journeys and then your readers then your readers get a false sense of how difficult it is to actually get get this done so taylor what inspires you as a journalist oh so many things inspire me i mean at the end of the day i'm really just super inspired by people and the fact that like we all have stories to tell i think one of the really cool things about being a journalist is just like the power of a question because i think asking people questions really lends to self-exploration and that's what inspires me like letting people figure out who they are through the art of questioning and having conversation um and i think just as interviewers and journalists we're so blessed to be able to do that yeah what why do you think it's so important to have proper representation in the media there is nothing more important than that. There's nothing more important than seeing someone on the screen that not just looks like you, but has lived the same experience as you. I think it's great we're in a time now where you're seeing people that get it. For most of the time, we would see people that, you know, men or white men talking about things that they had not lived. But now when we hear someone talk, we can kind of give them some credibility because we know that they understand. So being able to have women and black women and black people in general is huge for people that are watching the TV, for people that are being talked about on television. Um, we just need to have that diversity, not just in color, but the diversity in experience that comes when you make it a real priority to have people of color on your stations, on your websites, all in your content creators, all that good stuff. Okay, yeah. what can media outlets do to more diversify their programs. Yeah, I mean, well, A, hire. Hire people of color, hire women, hire everybody that is representative of something that you are not representative of, you know? I think that what happens is we have these people in power that aren't black, that are men, and so they kind of find these similarities in those things too. So they have to find someone that is different than them and not think that because someone's different, they're not capable, or think that because someone's different, they're not experienced. Because 
we have done all the things, if not more than those that do not look like us. So I think it really starts with hiring, it starts with listening, and it also starts with asking questions. If there's something that you don't understand or something you have not lived, ask the person that you know has. It's okay to not know something, you know? I think that that comes from having uncomfortable conversations, but just having the conversation. So I'd say it starts with hiring and listening and going out there and making it a priority to diversify your staff. Okay. Why are events like CultureCon so important to multicultural creatives? Yeah, I mean, it really goes with that representation. Like, it's the fact that you look up on that stage and you look to your left and your right and they all look like you. And they're all going through the things that you are. And at the end of the day, we are all just trying to make it. And that's what I feel when I come to CultureCon. Like, I was up there moderating, but I'm like, okay, I want to hear Regina King because there's so many things I can take from her. I want to hear Tracy Ellis Ross because there are things I can take from her. So you look in that crowd and you can just tell that everyone is just soaking it in because everyone up there has been where they are. And I feel like I'm still where they are. There's still so much more that I want to do. And you leave something like this feeling so inspired, but most importantly, feeling like you're not alone. And I think that that's the best thing you can feel when you come to something like this. It, it honestly feels like a family. Like, everyone's rooting for each other, and that's important. Mm -hmm. um, from the panel discussion that you hosted with Sanaa, yeah. what, part, what parts of the discussion uh, resonated with you? Yeah, I was just saying my favorite, favorite part was when she said, you have to be very conscious of how you speak to yourself like making sure that you're saying you know i am smart i am capable i can do this like the more that you reflect the things you believe the more that your life reflects the things you believe and you can't be the person tearing yourself down um and that was really powerful it meant a lot and that certainly resonated with me the most and was just amazing she was everything i thought she was gonna be okay and last question what advice would you give to young creatives who hope to branch into their selected fields I mean, I would say just start and like just do what you can. You know, sometimes you feel like we're doing the thing that isn't what we ultimately want to do, so it doesn't mean anything, but like every part means something. Learning what you're good at, learning what you're bad at, taking something from every experience, but you can only do that until you, like once you start. And starting sometimes is the hardest thing, but it's also the best thing and most important thing. So I would say whatever it is you want to do, try it, do it, and figure it out. So Imani, what inspired you to start Creative Collective? You know, I felt like oftentimes we are defined by one part of who we are, by what you do at your nine to five or what you want to do in your spare time. And I wanted to create a space where you could be your whole self and you could be an entrepreneur, you could have a corporate job. And that's where I started. And then I invited some of my friends over to my apartment and I said, you know, let's just kind of skip the formalities of like, what do you do? Let's talk about stress. Let's talk about work. Let's talk about being black in America. Um, and that was the beginning. Okay. What do you think media outlets can do more to, you know, diversify their programs? You know, I think it really starts with just being authentic, going to the source. You know, we're not a monolith. There's not one way to be black. There's not one way to be anything. And I think the more we're telling different stories, the more success we'll see. Why do you believe events like CultureCon are just so important to multicultural creatives? Because I really think, you know, this is our tagline, but we want you to be your bravest self. Meaning, put yourself out there, talk to people you don't know. You know, New York is the most, you know, intimidating city in America, in the world. And so what if instead of kind of leaning into that, we made a safe space for you, where you could come, not even know anyone, and leave with friends. Um, I think we need more brave and safe spaces like CultureCon um, because we're tired of kind of putting certain people on pedestals 
and other people don't get that access. We think that everyone deserves the access. Um, and we're excited to bring it to our community. Okay. And what advice would you give to young entrepreneurs of color who hope to jumpstart their own businesses? I would suggest, you know, starting small and treating yourself like you are an official business. So I think a lot of times entrepreneurs, you know, will kind of say, oh, we'll procrastinate or, you know, we'll say, oh, I'll get to that later. But like, what if we were to reimagine it and act like, you know, you had a physical boss with a deadline, hold yourself accountable. And I think day by day, you'll get stronger. And that's how you build anything. Wow, Mariah, those interviews were so good. What were some of your biggest takeaways? Thank you, thank you. So my biggest takeaways, I learned that I have to put myself out there. You know, I can't be afraid to network with different people. And I have to know what I'm trying to do. You know, I have to know what what am I, what is my brand? What am I trying to bring to the table? So you really have to have an idea of who you want to be, who do you want people to see you as, and, you know, just keep pushing forward. You can't be afraid to be yourself. Which was your favorite interview? So, you know... I really enjoyed speaking to Kiki. I must say I am a huge fan of her. She's just so talented. She's also my generation as well. So, you know, I grew up watching her on TV. So speaking with her was great. I also enjoyed uh, John Henry as well. You know, he spoke a lot about how to be successful as an entrepreneur. And as uh, as Gen Z, I believe that a lot of us are becoming entrepreneurs and we are participating in so many different things. So that was really great to get his insight. Well, I hope you guys out there in podcast land got just as much out of CultureCon and the recap interviews that Mariah did on site. And you know what? I look forward to going next year. I do, too. All right, guys. We'll see you again next time. Bye.